Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's program, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planning professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. And now here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. If you don't wanna see me, did a full one, about the way I was did the heartbreak change me maybe welcome back to another edition of dollars and cents with Friedman Financial my name is Mark Friedman president and CEO of Friedman Financial and I'm joined here once again with my weekly co-host Marion Gilman Marion how are you today I'm great how are you Mark we're we're getting through some of the technical challenges that we faced with our microphone here a few minutes ago so hopefully we'll get it right this time right that would be good yeah, yeah. so did you do your taxes I did. How about you? I did. Taxes are done. They're right off away. to the IRS. Yep. Sent my check. Hope I got it right. Yeah, me, yeah, me too. <laughs> we will soon find out. Right. But um, you know, this is the time, of course, when people um, scatter, or at least last time was where, last week was the time when people scatter to get their taxes done. All sorts of little last um, minute details. Absolutely. Right? We get lots of calls here at the office on those last couple of days, whether people need to make a Roth contribution, an IRA contribution, wondering whether it's a pre-tax or post-tax or be this year or last year? And how, how should people understand that? Because we get those questions all the time, Mary. Yeah. So it's really interesting. I mean, one of the, one of the good things um, about filing a tax return, there aren't, as in my mind, there aren't that many, but the one good thing is that you are able to make a contribution, um, again, to, with certain eligibility limits, but to an IRA, a Roth IRA, or a SEP IRA, up until the point when you actually do your taxes. So for 2022, you are able to make that Roth or IRA or SEP IRA contribution up until the tax due date of this year, April 7th. Uh, 18th, April, 18th, April 18th, I think it was, yeah. 18th, um, 2023. Mm -hmm. So for those first three and a half months of 2023, you could be making a 2022 contribution mm -hmm. or a 2023 contribution. So you have to know which one you're doing, right? Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, people that are self-employed, they have their own little small business, whatever it was. They don't really know what their income was for the year until that last day of the year in some cases. That's right. And then they take their expenses against their income and then they can figure out how much could you contribute to a SEP IRA if possible? And if you have an accountant do your, doing your taxes or if you, you, know, you do it yourself, you can look at it both ways. How much would I save if I make a contribution to a SEP IRA or a traditional IRA? How much would I save in taxes versus not doing it? Yeah, and it's really interesting how the world of taxation has changed over the decades. A lot of people would just rush. Everyone would go to an accountant. Yes. You know, I have to go to my tax preparer. I have to go to my CPA, my accountant. And yes, there are a lot of people that do need professional guidance on doing taxes. And particularly small businesses tend to need that. For sure. But 
for the most part, at least I find retirees have, if they've done their planning properly, they've probably simplified their tax filing requirements so much so that they can do it either at an H&R Block or a Jackson Hewitt or even at the local senior center or TurboTax, right, right do, online. Right. These these TurboTax programs, uh, forget some of the others that are out there, they're, service. They, they're really fabulous about doing the thinking for you. They prompt you with questions, which is really interesting. And I think it works out well for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you can get your taxes filed quickly. They'll do it automatically. You get your check deposited directly into your bank account if you're getting a refund. <laughs> I was going to say. And, 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 you know, once again, we've said this before, Marion, but whether you have to pay taxes in April or whether you're getting a refund in April is not a function of whether you have a good or a bad tax preparer, right? That's right. I mean, some people just never know what their income is going to be until the last minute. So you try to anticipate and pay enough in, but sometimes you haven't paid quite enough. Sometimes you've overpaid. And we have this situation of overpaying this year more than we have in the past of clients overpaying. Right. And and that, Why was that, Mary? That's a function of um, how the market's so if you have an account that's taxable in each and every year, in other words, not a retirement account, and that money is invested, any dividends paid into that account or capital gains that you've received in that account are taxable in the year in which they've received. Whether you take them out or not, whether you leave them in the account or you take it as a distribution. It is taxable income. To that you. even goes for people that have CDs. If you reinvest That's your right. money in your CDs, you still pay tax on those on that interest on That's the CDs. Right. And as a matter of fact, and that's another reason. So this year, first of all, we saw bank interest rates go way up. So all of a sudden, people are having have this interest income that they haven't had in years past on money at the bank. But they but they also didn't have this past year the gains and the dividends and the cap the capital gains that they saw in 2021 than That's they did right. in 2022. That's right. So you just don't know. I mean, in 2021, there were very large capital gains that were distributed because it was, as you might recall, it was a great year in 2021. Um, the stocks performed fabulously. In 2022, that was not the case. As a matter of fact, stocks performed really poorly in 2022. So you didn't have the same type of capital gains. Yeah, but you know, so we move forward. Taxes That's are now behind us. And we start thinking about how do we continue to live our life, make the best decisions that we can and begin to support and build our financial plan. And one thing we always want to say is that we don't let the tax tail wear the dog. That's that's right. You don't do anything just because of tax. Yeah, we, we find so many times, like you said, people have let the tax tail wag the dog now. And then they find themselves 20, 30 years down the road in retirement, having to pay enormous amounts of taxes right. simply because they said, well, I didn't want to pay the taxes back then. Yeah. And you don't have a choice back then. That's well, right. you know, one of the things that we try to do here on Dollars and Cents is provide financial advice in a language you can understand. And we try to bring relevant stories, things that are um, going on in day-to-day -day conversations with people. And sometimes they're discussions that people are a little uncomfortable talking about. And we raise those uncomfortable subjects. Well, bankrate.com this week put out a st uh, study about a survey that they did and that they said 68% of adults, retirees, have made a financial sacrifice to help their adult children with money. 
which is amazing. I'd actually say that that percent is even higher. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, just judging from our clients, because we do know there are many clients who have made sacrifices to help their adult children. These are not children that are living at home that you're responsible for. These are adult children. And what's always fascinating to me is, and we see this all the time, is that many retirees are helping to support their adult children, whether it's with physical labor by providing daycare services to their grandchildren so the kids can go to work, or providing them with financial support, helping them buy furniture, a car, paying for education, all of those things. And and these retirees are somewhat sacrificing how they would perceive their life, what they perceived their life in retirement was, because they're spending this money. And the kicker of it all, their kids are making two, three, four, five times more than what they make. Which is, which really amazes me. And that I, I think the first time I encountered that, I was shocked. But that is a reality. Um, and there are so many of our clients, and, and I, I think they're about evenly split. Those who say, yes, I would sacrifice um, for my children, and others who say, no, I would never do yeah, that. Yeah, years ago, we, we've told this story many times. Years ago, we had a seminar that we had done. This is when seminars were the things that everyone would go to. I mean, yeah, it exactly. seems like people don't do that anymore. Yeah. But we, we held a seminar, and there was probably 80 people in the room. And we asked the question, given the choice, and people that were there with their spouses, that some of them are sitting with friends and others, given the choice to cut back on your retirement lifestyle so that your children could have a better financial life, would you do it? Or would you say, I'm going to live my retirement to its fullest? Whatever money is left over goes to my kids. Which would you choose? And it was enlightening. It it really was. And I'm curious as to those that are listening, you know, how you might react. And I would encourage you to ask your friends that question because it was pretty much 50-50. Exactly. And it was what it was even more amazing to me was watching some couples that were there with other friends and they're looking at each other. Really? That's what you would do? And they had never had that conversation. But it's really fascinating to me how many people, they look at their life in retirement as their obligation to continue to support their children. Yes. And, you know, I think I actually think I would agree that the number is higher, the number of people who sacrifice to help adult children. I think there are a lot of people that do it, like, almost without thinking. They want to be sure that there's money left for their children. They don't say, I'm going to sacrifice my retirement. They don't think of it like that. They want to be sure, though, there's money left. Yeah, and it's interesting. But we also will show our clients, in many cases, that the way they're spending their money, they could actually spend more. It, and still leave a legacy. And, and still leave a legacy, right. And so what we're encouraging our clients to do, rather than buy this or buy that, maybe create some experiences. And that's, you know, I think that's really nowadays, it's much more meaningful to do that. And, and particularly once you get to a certain age, there's really nothing you need. Uh, you know, yeah, your birthday's coming up. I mean, what do you need for your birthday? Mine's coming up too. Yeah, what do we need? Nothing. I know. I mean, you have to be the hardest person in the world to buy for. Um, because what do you need? Nothing. What we just say, you know what? I want to be surrounded by my kids. Yeah. I want to be surrounded by friends and family. Let's go out to eat. Let's hang out. Let's just have a nice day. That's all I need. Yeah. I don't need another watch or another computer or another whatever. 
right? We've got it all. Yeah, my son always thought I was crazy when he'd say, oh, what do you want to do for Mother's Day? What do you want for Mother's Day? And I'd say, yeah, just spend time together. That's all, you know, it'll be fun, you know. I don't get to, he doesn't live with me anymore. So, you know, it's always wonderful. You know, I, it's funny, Mother's Day's coming up, right? Yeah. Mother's Day's coming up and Father's Day in June. And I always remember when I was a kid, my mother would say, the best thing that we could have ever done was to make her something or do something special for her. And that I never got it until you become a parent. And I think we all know that being a parent is probably the most thankless job in the world, right? Yep, absolutely. And and when you're actually for those fortunate few of us, I guess, once the kids get older, they do think. Well, that's the thing is, is as they get older, all of a sudden they begin to realize what you've done and they begin to reciprocate with acts yes. of kindness and stuff. Yes. But to this issue of parents providing financial support, what we find, because many of our clients are aging, 65% of our clients are retired. Many of our clients get ill or a spouse passes away and the surviving spouse is there left all alone. And who do they, who does the surviving spouse turn to? They turn to their children almost immediately. And to what extent do the children get involved with the kids? Well, that depends. I mean, that, you know, there are some children that step up and want to be highly involved and others who do not, you know, or live too far away or whatever it might be. And what, what we find in some cases with clients is that when their children who are living locally choose to step up, those children have a very busy schedule <laughs> and they want to do things their way to solve mom or dad's issues and not just recognize not mom or dad's, not, way. Not mom or dad's <laughs> way, not recognize the way mom or dad have done it. It's like, no, 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 you can't do it this way anymore, mom. If you want me to help you, this is the way it's going to be. And that's tough too. Oh, for sure. I mean, think about having lived your life a certain way. And you know what? We always look at it and we, you know, we always are amazed sometimes that people could spend a lot more in retirement and they don't. And we encourage them that they have plenty of money to do that. People don't change their habits though. They have created a certain lifestyle for themselves and that's how they live. So I think that that follows through in how they approach whatever it might be that they need the children to help them out with. It's very difficult at 75, 80 years old, 85 years old, to change how you've done something. It is. It's what, you've, it's what you've grown comfortable doing. Exactly. It's, you know, we often ask people when they come into our office, but how much do you think you're going to want to spend in retirement? And oftentimes the way people spent prior to retirement is very similar to the way they will spend money in retirement. There used to be this, um, this statement that was out there, oh, when you retire, you'll spend 70% of what you've been spending. Not really. I, I don't think that's the case at all. No. And well, secondarily, and we talk about this a lot, is when you ask people what they think they spend, they're way underestimating, aren't they? Always. Always. You know, so it's so these are lessons that we try to teach to our clients when we're having financial planning conversations with them. It's what we do at Friedman Financial. Yes, we manage a lot of money. And yes, we can give you lots of guidance with all of your investment related issues. We have plenty of experience there. But as a certified financial planner, it's our goal to understand the big picture. Absolutely. You know, I did want to say, what, mention one other thing about the parents helping, sacrificing to help out their adult children. Um, sometimes they're not doing their children any favors by doing that either, because the children get used to a lifestyle that they really can't afford. And no matter what you might think, 
you're probably not leaving enough money after you die to have to support them in that lifestyle for the rest of their lives. So they need to become responsible for money in their own right too. Right. And as part of the relationship that we have with our clients, we host family meetings, we hold group sessions. This is not therapy we're talking about. We're not trained therapists, but we help you have an open dialogue and conversation about here's what's going on. Here's what the costs are. You don't have to share how much you have or how much you make or anything like that, but just understanding what the scope of your lifestyle looks like so that the kids can understand it as well. And it's a really eye-opening experience. And frankly, the kids are very appreciative because there's a lot of mystery when it comes to money and families. And we try to help open that up. Absolutely. All right, that's gonna do it for us today. We've got to wrap up uh, um, today's podcast, but if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, I hope you'll give us a call at Friedman Financial. Our phone number, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. We're happy to send you our information kit. You're welcome to go to our website at FriedmanFinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's in a D. Financial.com. And you can go to the bottom of any page of our newsletter. Put in your name and your email address, and you will get our free weekly newsletter called Planning Pointers. It lands in your inbox every Friday at 10 to 30 in the morning. Well, Marion, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Mark. And we, we will Always be back again. Yeah, we'll be back again next week with more dollars and cents and financial advice in a language you can understand. Have a great day. You too. I'm all good already. So moved on. It's scary. I'm not where you left me at all. So if you don't want to see me, that's so I said Somebody dancing with somebody. If you want to believe that anything can stop me. Thank you for listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please consult a certified financial planning planner, tax professional, or attorney prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.